Welcome back to Life Beyond the Chariot. Um, I am one of your hosts, Mickey Seba. I am the catechetical specialist here at the St. Philip Institute and my co-host. I'm Deanna Johnston, the director of family life for the Institute. And one of the things, well, actually, we should start off with prayer, and then I'll tell you what we're going to talk about today. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, you have been so good to us. Um, we know that many have encountered struggles and trials at this time, but Christ promised that he would always be with us. We know that his presence is here. We know that the Holy Spirit is flowing through our lives and the lives of the church. And we just thank you so much for all of the gifts that you have bestowed upon us. And in this month of May, we um, ask in a special way for the intercession of Our Lady. As we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so our goal for this little mini-sode is to explain, like, where the whole idea of life beyond the chariot comes from, what does that phrase mean, what is the chariot, and so we're just going to give you a little bit of background on the whole purpose of this series and where the name came from and shed a little bit light on what the Institute is doing in general. So, um... What I'm going to read a little bit or summarize a little bit a story from Acts chapter 8. Um, in Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40, it tells the story of St. Philip, the evangelist, who is our, the namesake of uh, our institute. In this, in this passage, you see St. Philip. Um, he sees an Ethiopian sitting in his chariot reading. And the Spirit of God came upon Philip and said, Go up and join his chariot. So Philip runs up to him and hears him reading from the prophet Isaiah. And he asked him, do you understand what you are reading? And the Ethiopian said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture in Isaiah, he told the good news of Jesus Christ. And as they went along the road, they came upon some water, and the Ethiopian said, See, here is water. What is to prevent my being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop, and they went down to the water, where Philip baptized him. Right after that, the Spirit of the Lord took Philip up and was no longer present there with the Ethiopian, so he continued on his way rejoicing. And all of those can be found in this scripture passage. Again, it's Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40. And um, so I, I think that we can all relate to moments when we have heard the truth of Christ or there have been some conviction that has come over us. Like, sort of like the blinders have been lifted or we have our aha moment where we're like, man, this is the truth of God. This is what he has revealed. And I'm sure you have had moments. I mean, I've had multiple moments like that. And I'm sure you too have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and where it's just like, there's, there's something bigger than myself or God is clearly doing something here. Just like an aha moment, like you said. Yeah. And, um, and one of the things that 
in those moments, it is invigorating. There's a new fervor that can arise in our souls and there, a newfound passion and light that we're now living in. But sometimes after that moment has passed, <laughs> right? And even for this Ethiopian, like I wonder what his life was like because he went rejoicing, right? He was baptized. He went on the road rejoicing and then he goes back home. And I don't know what happened for him there, you know? And I think this is sort of my thought when I was, you know, I'd heard about Jesus. I grew up a cradle Catholic, but I didn't really have a relationship with him. But the moment that I had this sort of aha moment, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to say yes to Jesus and everything's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And it has been great. And having Jesus, like accepting that message and and having a relationship with him does change your perspective on everything, but life hasn't been easy. And there have been things that I have encountered, and I know you have encountered, Dina, and I know our listeners have encountered, where there are moments where we're sort of stopped in our tracks and we're like, wait a minute, I didn't know it was going to be this hard, or I didn't think it was going to be like this. And so that's one of the purposes of our life beyond the chariot. So there are truths of the faith that we have heard, but living it out in our homes, with our children, in our marriages, in our extended family, in our workplace, like that's where the rubber meets the road and it can be really challenging. And so the whole purpose of our, these little mini-sodes and what we do together, Deanna, is to, uh, is to really offer some guidance or things that we've learned either through successes or failures uh, to the people who are listening on how can we do that? How can we accompany people as they journey um, in this quest? <laughs> Their little Leo here, show yeah. up for everyone to see. I love oh. our little co-host. Little co-director. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and that's what, and this is one of the things, I'm just going to brag on Deanna for a minute. She has done so much of her ministry wearing a baby, um, <laughs> bringing, bringing her children to the office. And I think, I honestly think that's the raw beauty of a lot of what we're doing. Mm. Like this is real life. This is what we're in. And, um, and trying to accompany those who are also in our same yes. situation. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's what we hope to accomplish, right? Yeah, so, I don't know yeah. If you, wanna, you and little yeah, Leo. we'll see. Well, <laughs> yeah, and you will often see me bouncing at least for the next few months when we do these. I will probably be bouncing, maybe, <laughs> or um, yeah, just being a mom. I, I think what's really beautiful about we to do is that said this over and over again, whether it's in the podcast or in these mini-sodes, that we come at this through the perspective of our vocation. So we're wives and we're mothers. And not that that's the only audience that can receive from what we're saying, but the, so as a mom, I am, um, yeah, just trying to live the faith the best that I can. And you and I both have college degrees. We studied theology. Um, but even though I have a master's degree 
in theology, that doesn't mean that I love Jesus the way that I'm called to all the time, <laughs> right? So I'm called to, um, to be a disciple of, of Jesus Christ. All of us are, um, but it's not enough to have the head knowledge. And sometimes it can be, be really challenging or, or we can get so caught up in like, well, do I know the apologetics? All of that is important. Do I, do I know my scripture? Do, do I know my, my catechism as well as I should? All of that is important. But there is, there is life beyond the head knowledge of the faith. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the goal of the series, like, like what you were saying, that there was life <laughs> um, after the Ethiopian got out of the chariot and was baptized. He he had to live as a disciple of Jesus, and it was probably a little messy sometimes, <laughs> just like any other Christian. Um, life is messy sometimes, and it, and or <laughs> yeah, and, and we can kind of be surprised by um, the the chaos that can come with following Jesus. But there is also a great peace and a great joy mm -hmm. to be found. And the fact that it says that the Ethiopian went on rejoicing, um, that's something that can be easy to forget as Christians as well, is the joy that we experienced when we first encountered Christ. Uh, that there was a reason why we said yes, and we continue to say yes. <laughs> and as moms, in the midst of the 50th diaper change <laughs> of the day, or, um, <laughs> the chaos of quarantine and, and all of that sometimes it can we can lose sight of well why did I say yes in the first place mm -hmm. um, so to have some encouragement in here is a way to live the faith or here is how Christ encounters us in the day-to-day um, <laughs> experience and uh, this Tuesday is I think the hundredth birthday of John St. John Paul II. Yeah. And one of my favorite quotes from him is life with Christ is a wonderful adventure. And it really is. It really is. And it, it looks different at, at 34 than it did at, mm -hmm. at, at 20 years old or even in middle school. But, um, but life with Christ really is a beautiful adventure, but it requires us to get out of the chariot. It requires us to get out of the boat and <laughs> to step outside of our comfort zones and just follow Christ on a daily basis. So hopefully this series can be something that encourages you <laughs> to our audience to, um, to say yes to that adventure, but that we can speak to the experiences of just the day-to-day. -day. That yes, the, the catechesis is important, but part of the evangelization is just living, just living the faith. Yeah, one of the things that um, the bishop wrote in his constitution when he talks about um, this Bible verse and sort of the mission of the Institute, he says that we look to encounter a company and offer each person the beautiful truths of the Catholic faith. And so I feel like a, a big part of what we're doing is that accompaniment with people. Mm -hmm. And I remember, so like when my husband and I got engaged, uh, we were um, at, a, at a great Catholic college, Benedictine college. We were taking a marriage Christian marriage class and talked all about the theology. And I'm like, mm -hmm. man, we're, we're going to rock Got this, this. Whole marriage thing. <laughs> and I remember our first big fight and I'm like, mm -mm. no, we're like, we took Christian marriage. <laughs> we took the course. This yep. is not supposed to happen. And, and I guess I just didn't expect, and maybe it was just some sort of innocence or um, being naive. I just didn't expect to have two people 
who were both, I mean, he's incredible and I'm trying my best to be a woman of God. I just didn't think that there was going to be like two people who are desperately like going forward to pursue a relationship with Christ. I just didn't know it was going to be that hard. Yeah. And I think that we encounter that in, um, like I said earlier, our marriages, our family life, either with our own children or our extended family or friend groups or people in, in the workplace. Like there are just things that can kind of take our breath away in not a good way. And we're just mm-hmm. like, whoa, I don't, I mean, how do I, how do I um, still hold on to the truth of my faith, but also live it in this moment where mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I have the answer or I don't know how to live this out properly. And so that's one of the things that we hope to do is to accompany people in that. And one reason that we ask at the end of every every episode, like, hey, send us what you want to know, because I think, and this was a huge help to me when I started going to like some women's groups, is um, having a group of women who would sort of share our journey. And mm. then I didn't feel so alone. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was the only one who was having a hard time because I felt, and I don't know if it was even just my, um, my role in ministry, but it, it almost as if I felt like I couldn't admit that I was struggling that like, no, I can't, can't let people into the mess. Uh, and so, but it was a beautiful thing to be able to do that. Yes. Once I learned to be vulnerable and be like, okay, this is not a walk in the park at this moment. And just to be able to share those highs and those lows Mm. was life-giving to me. And I don't know why I had this thought because we see in scripture, I mean, the apostles, they suffered. They were martyred. Mm -hmm. Um, Christians Mm -hmm. throughout the centuries have suffered so much for their faith. And so again, I just, I don't know just kind of blind to like, but that's not going to happen to me. Like, you know what I, I, love, mean? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jesus. I love Jesus. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. No. And, and I, it, it is interesting being in ministry and, you know, I, I'm in the family life department. So a lot of what I do is the marriage piece of things and working with families. Um, but I'm, I'm a hot mess Catholic mom. <laughs> like everybody else. Um, but my husband and I fight. My, we, we have struggles. We, we struggle to, to understand what domestic church is in certain moments. So just being able to share, like when, when I think Mickey and I both could, can say that we're not coming at this as experts or <laughs> coming at this as, as two women who are trying to, to live this out and are striving for holiness and it's messy. And it can be real ugly sometimes, but hopefully by sharing our story. And we, I know we had a podcast episode. I think one of our very first ones was yeah. on what's your story and the importance of knowing, knowing your story, being able to share it with others. And, oh man, it, it's, it's amazing to see how your story can speak to someone else. And I know just in the women that we've, we've encountered in, in our diocesan community and beyond that, um, 
the stories that we've heard from from other people that, that have really spoken to us and, and offered us encouragement like okay I'm not the only one who who struggles with this particular thing uh, but yeah we just we really do encourage you to, to leave in the comments like what are the types of, of things that you want to hear about who are the guests that you would like to hear from whether it's from the Diocese of Tyler or or beyond that we're really blessed to have um, some pretty phenomenal folks in our diocese. I mean, if I do say so myself, we have a pretty amazing <laughs> bishop. Um, we have some amazing holy priests in our diocese, but also some really amazing uh, lay people, mm -hmm. men and women, uh, that I know have been a big encouragement uh, for me just over the past few years. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, to see what God does with, with this series and with everything that the Institute does, but especially the series. <laughs> yeah. And I know I have been touched by so many people who have responded already and they're just like, no, we like what we're doing, what you guys are doing. And so much of it has just been at the recommendation of the people who listen. Um, and we've gotten so many ideas and there is something beautiful about a community striving to flourish. Yes. Yes. And knowing that we're not alone and knowing that there are people like we are working together. And I've seen that so much um, in the people that have that I've been surrounded with here in the diocese that there is there is a fervor mm -hmm. to grow in relationship with Jesus and to grow in holiness and the realization that that's not always easy. But the fact that we can talk about it and be honest, like authentic. Yes. Uh, Yes. Is as what we're shooting for, and so I just can't thank people enough for like joining us and recommending uh, suggestions uh, or leaving comments. But I know that we are excited to see where this life beyond the chariot series leads us. Oh, for sure, for sure. So yeah, we just encourage people um, leave in the comments. Uh, what are the things that you want to hear about? You can also email us uh, at uh, podcast at stphilipinstitute.org. We'll get those messages. And if it's not something that, that Mickey and I can tackle, it's for sure. It's I got a binky on my finger. Sorry. <laughs> Family <laughs> life. Keeping it, keeping keeping it, it real. real over here, people. <laughs> um, sorry. I love it. <laughs> if it's not something that Mickey and I can handle or, or tackle, I should say, someone else from our amazing team mm -hmm. can, can definitely take it up in, in some of our other areas. We've got the podcast, and you're going to hear a lot from Bishop Strickland and uh, Dr. Trisenkos. There are some really exciting guests that are coming up on the podcast, so definitely uh, tune in to that. There might be a Scott Hahn coming on pretty soon, so stay tuned. Um, but Mickey and I are also really excited to bring in other folks. We had folks like Sister Josephine and Noel Garcia, uh, but we're, we do have some others uh, on our list of folks mm -hmm. to, to interview or just chat with. Um, but yeah, email us, leave us comments, let us know who we should be talking with or uh, what you want to hear about. And also, visit our website, stphilipinstitute.org. There are some really great resources there. I know for the month of May, um, Dr. Luke Arredondo kind of put together uh, different talks and resources that the Institute offers, just talking about the role of Mary in our lives as Catholics. Uh, and then if you'd like to continue supporting the work of the Institute, 
number one, your prayers mean a lot <laughs> to us. So prayers for Bishop Strickland as he leads the way, but also for the Institute team and our staff uh, that we can just keep serving the way that, that God is calling us to. And if you feel called to, to financially support us as well, there's a donate page over there and you can subscribe to our newsletter. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Deanna. Um, I enjoy these so much. Sometimes Same. I get, uh, I'm like, man, I get to do this for work. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, and then so we, great. we just thank everyone who's joined us. Um, so yeah, please feel free to share and um, share with this with your friends, but also share your experiences with us. So um, I'm going to put you on the spot, Deanna, but do you want to lead us, close us out in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our faith. Thank you for calling us by name and uh, just asking us to trust you in all things. Um, we ask that you continue to bless us, protect us, uh, keep us safe from harm, uh, but help us to be courageous in all things. And we ask these things in your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the as beginning, the beginning is, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. All right. Thanks so much, Deanna. Thank you.